Hello and welcome to the Dancor Podcast. Today I want to share with you three things that I believe that America needs. This is going to be a four-part podcast episode and dealing with things that I believe that America needs from her citizens. Today I just want to give you I just want to give you just a few today, and then I'll come back and give a few more uh, over the next uh, week or so. Uh, Let me just say this in the way of introduction, that when you're looking around at at, at America, and you look at our country, there's absolutely chaos. Uh, There's just not chaos in America. There's chaos all over the world. Uh, Whenever you look at what's happening in Ukraine, you know, with Russia invading Ukraine, and then you look at North Korea, and you see that North Korea is testing out their their long-range missiles and shooting missiles over Japan and and towards South Korea, and you just see everything that's going on. It is it is chaos. It is absolute chaos, and we've probably never have seen such division, perversion, or corruption in the history of our country. Uh, the killing of the unborn surpasses the death toll of the Holocaust. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, when you look at, you know, the killing of the unborn babies, that's just happening right here in America. Oh, I'm so thankful that Roe has been overturned, and but there's still a lot of work to do. People are so confused about their identity. You have kids going to school, and you have children going to school, and and and, and identifying as a cat or a bird or identifying as a dog, and they're bringing litter boxes into some of these classrooms. It's 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 absolutely amazing at what's going on. Uh, racism is is going on. The handling of COVID has wrecked our economy and put communities in a state of fear. The South border is out of control. There's no wall, and and I mean, it's just people are just coming over, and we don't even know who they are. You know, these people that are coming, you know, into our country. <clears throat> then you have the blatant mockery of God, like like we're just shaking one big fist raised toward heaven. And a lot of times, when you look at the situation, it does look hopeless, and sometimes we even feel hopeless. But the truth is that it's not hopeless, and we are not hopeless. And we might feel tired from the fight, but we have to stay in the fray. This leads me to my first point. America needs us to stay engaged in prayer. Never has there been a time in the history, I believe, of the world and of the United States of America that is more important than today when it comes to America having citizens and having Christians on their knees praying before heaven, just begging God to bless our nation and to send a revival. A wise pastor once said that prayer is not the least we can do, it's the most we can do. You know, sometimes I have people ask me, preacher, what can we do for our church or what can we do for our country? And they'll say things like, you know, I can't I can't go door to door any longer or or I don't have much money to give or or I don't have I, I don't have the health that I once had, so I can't make phone calls or I can't do this or or I can't do that but I tell them all the time you can do the most important thing and the most important thing that we can do is pray is pray the bible says that our prayers rise up to his throne like a sweet savior do you ever think when you pray that you are being a blessing to the Lord. You ever think about that? Uh, you and I must pray for our country. We must pray for, for those that we've elected. I think about this morning whenever I prayed. I prayed for several of our elected officials right here in Harrison County. I prayed for our mayors. I prayed for our supervisors. I prayed for our state senators. I prayed for our state reps. I prayed for the councilmen. I prayed for our sheriffs, I, our, 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 our law enforcement. I prayed for our first responders. 
I pray for all of those uh, people that are making decisions that affects us. Uh, so many times, you know, people say, well, I'm praying for our country, I'm praying for our president, but yet they neglect to pray for those who can make the greatest impact on their life, and that is those that we've elected right here in our back door. Uh, and so it's important that we pray for them. Uh, it's important that we pray for our state elected officials. You know, that is so vital and important. But so few Christians are engaged in prayer. Uh, we must pray for one another. Uh, you must pray for your preacher, and your preacher, hopefully he's praying for you. And, and we must be praying for our Christian brothers and sisters. And we must, uh, uh, we, we must pray. And I'm going to say that again because I love the statement. A wise pastor once said that prayer is not the least we can do. It's the most we can do. And so I want you to understand that prayer is important. It is important. And you and I must pray. I want to ask you a question. Have you prayed today? Uh, today's not over. You have time. You can go pray. Uh, spend some time praying. Let me tell you the next thing America needs. That's number one. America needs you to stay engaged in prayer. Number two, America needs you to stay engaged in your church. With COVID happening and a lot of people over, you know, uh, for a period of a year or so stayed away from church and still there are people today that have not went back to church because of COVID, which I think personally is a little bizarre. I, I, think, I think it's a little ridiculous, especially those you know, they tell me they can't go to church, but yet they go to Walmart. Or they can't go to church, but yet they go grocery shopping. They can't go to church, but yet they'll they'll go to the uh, they'll go to a restaurant and eat lunch. Or or they can't go to church, but I see them everywhere else, but they can't go to church. Well, let me just say this, and I'm going to say it as nicely as I can, and uh, without trying to ruffle too many feathers. And I've been known to ruffle a few feathers. But if you can go to Walmart, then you can go to church. If you can go to the dollar store, then you can go to church. If you can go eat lunch at Chili's or eat lunch at whatever restaurant you like to go eat lunch at, then you can go to church. Uh, if you can go out and about, uh, go to ball games and football games and baseball games, and you can go to Home Depot, you can go to Lowe's, and you can go to all these other places, then ladies and gentlemen, you can go to church. It is important for you to go to church. If your church has, has service on Sunday morning, you should be there. they have service on Sunday night, you should be there. If they have midweek Bible study, you should be there. You should be engaged in your church. Not just with your attendance, but you should also be engaged with trying to bring others to your church. And, and you should be engaged in missions and, and trying to get the gospel out. Not just in your community, but also in the community surrounding your community, in your state, and then and then other states, and the world. Uh, that should be our goal as a Christian and as a church. But America needs you to stay engaged in your church. So the first thing that we can do is stay engaged in, in prayer. Um, the second thing is stay engaged in your church. Here's the third thing, and there's many more, and I'm just going to hit this. You know, for for today, I'm just going to give these three, and then we'll come back and and we'll we'll do some. We're going to talk about some more things later that America needs. But America needs you to stay engaged in the school system. Now, listen to me very carefully. I believe that we have some great principals and we have some great school teachers all over Mississippi, all over Louisiana, Alabama, Texas, all over the United States of America that are teaching in our school systems. Number one. The reason why I believe that is because I know many. I, I have several friends, you know, that teach um, in the public school systems, uh, and they are doing a great job. 
my mother-in-law, you know, is a principal, you know, of a of a private school, and 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 she does a a great job. My uncle is a principal of a school, and and he does a great job. And I have friends and and um, and 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 that 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 are principals in, in private schools, Christian schools. I've got friends that are that are uh, principals at at public schools, and I've got friends that teach in Christian schools, teach in private schools, and I've got friends that teach in in the public school systems, and 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 it's. And it's very safe to say that we have good people that are teaching in our school systems all over the United States of America that love God, they love their church, they pray, they love their students, they love what they're do, and they, they love what they do. But unfortunately, there is also another group of people that would love to do nothing but absolutely destroy the very foundation that this country was built upon. And where will they start? They will start in our school systems. Adolf Hitler said this, Adolf Hitler said the philosophy in our school systems will be the philosophy of government in the next generation. And so that's exactly what's happening today. That, that you have these people, and I'm just going to say it, you have these transgender people that are trying to infiltrate our school systems. Uh, you have these God-haters that are trying to infiltrate, infiltrate our school systems. You have these people that want to destroy our nation, and they are trying to inf- infiltrate our school systems because they want to brainwash our children. Anyone that wants to read little boys and girls um, stories and talk to them about sex and talk to them about having sex changes and and those people have lost their ever-loving mind. Those people have a mental problem. Now, look, you can get mad at me. You can say whatever you want. I don't really give a rip. Anybody that wants to teach and talk with four and five-year-old kids, our children, about sex changes and about 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 any type of sex has lost their mind. Those people have gone crazy. It will snow in hell. It will be they will be serving ice cream cones in hell before I let some grown man or grown woman who doesn't even know how they are they, they claim that they're the opposite gender of what they was born. There's no way that I'm gonna let them teach my little boys or my little girls anything about sex. Those people can go jump. They, they, they've lost their mind if they think that I'm going to let that happen. It's not going to happen. You and I must stay engaged in our school system. I'm so thankful for people that are engaged in our school system and they know what's being taught in their schools. You need to find out what books are in these libraries. I have some good friends of mine in Madison County. And Lindsay Beckham is one, and she's done a great job. Her and a group of ladies there and, and men there in Madison County, they've done a great job at being engaged in the school systems, and they have uncovered all kind of stuff, you know, that's in our school libraries that our children have access to. We need to get that trash out of there. That, that needs to be put in a burn pile. Uh, whenever they're talking about, you know, um, sex in such a filthy and ludicrous way, uh, that, that does not need to be accessible to our children. And so it is important that we are engaged in our school system. Let me say this. The government, we should not turn raising our children over to the government. That is not the government's job. That is my job as a, as a, as a father is to raise my children. That is my wife's job as a mother to raise our children. And we must know what's being taught to them. You better believe that I know what's being taught to my children. You better believe that I know the curriculum. 
You better believe that I know what's going to be taught to them in science and in their history classes. And you better, you better believe it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have my children sitting in some classroom when you got some pervert up there trying to talk to them about sex. It ain't happening. It's not happening. There's no way that I'm gonna let my children sit in some classroom where you have somebody up there trying to destroy the very foundations that this country was built upon and trying to brainwash my children. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And so it is important that we stay engaged. And let me just say this in closing. These people that I was talking about earlier that are just great people that are that are working and teaching in our school systems, they need to know that they have our support. They need to know that they have some moms and dads out there that appreciate them standing for truth and standing for righteousness. They need to know that there's some there's some moms and dads out there that we are praying for them every single day, that God will bless them and that God will use them. It is important that they know that they have a group of people that are trying to help them. And I am so thankful for those men and women who every single day they get up early, they go into these schools, and they teach, and they, and they, and they prepare. They work long hours, and in most cases, they're underpaid, but yet they work and they serve our children. And I am so appreciative of that, and I am so thankful for that. And they need to know that we support them. Because you better believe that there's another group of people that would love to see those people get fired so that they could have more free reign in our public schools, or in that case, any school systems in our country. So today I just wanted to come on and talk about, I'm just starting a series on what America needs from her citizens. Today we talked about three. The first was America needs her citizens to pray, stay engaged in prayer. The second thing is America needs her citizens to stay engaged in their church, stay involved in your local church. And the third thing is America needs her citizens to stay engaged in the school system. Thank you for listening to the Dan Carr podcast. Thanks for taking time. I realize that you are busy and you have lots going on, but I hope that this podcast today is an encouragement to you and it will help you. And it will help encourage encourage us, those of us that are engaged, to stay engaged. And then if you're not engaged like you ought to be, then get engaged. You know, make a prayer list and just pray. Write down your state elected officials and just pray for them every day. Write down those that are teaching your children at this school and pray for them every day. Let them know that they have somebody in their corner. Stay engaged. Go to your pastor and say, Pastor, what can I do in the church? May I be a greeter? Uh, maybe maybe clean bathrooms or pass out the bulletin or, you know, or what? send a missionary an email or, or, in, or, or, or try to encourage those that are, that are at home and they can't get out because of sickness and, and things of that nature. But preach, Pastor, what can I do? Maybe mow the grass, weed eat, uh, whatever, work in the flower bed, um, straighten up chairs. There's all kind of things that can be done in your local church. Stay engaged in your local church and get involved in your school systems. Thank you for listening. I hope this podcast was an enjoyment to you. If so, I want to encourage you to copy, paste, share the link, and send it out to others so that others might be encouraged to stay engaged. Thank you, and God bless you, and God bless these United States of America.